Today, I want you to consider with me what Jesus said to his disciples. John chapter 15, and verse 7 and 8. He spoke these words shortly before he was taken to the crucified. And if you had been there when Jesus died, you might have thought, like many of his disciples thought, that this was the end. But if Jesus spoke these words to his disciples, he wasn't preparing them for the end of something. Rather, he was preparing them for the beginning of something. The beginning of life filled with the Spirit, empowered by the Word of God to accomplish the mission that Christ in this passage, Jesus gives us a very important key to fruitfulness. In another way, you might think of this in modern vernacular to profitability, productivity. In this day and age, Jesus is using the illustration of the Bible. This is John from the Indian to look at what's there and what's growing there and how to best help that vineyard to produce more fruit. From a business perspective today, you might say, well, I'm looking at my investment to see how to generate more profit. Or I'm looking at my business to see how I can generate better productivity. Jesus desires to be in every one of us. Somebody that calls a secret is not a secret, it's an idea of independence to a fruitful, profitable life. This morning, I'm not here to give you time to But I think this principle will help you to find it. I'm not here to give you productivity hacks, but I believe that this series would help you to be more productive in your day to day life. This is the word of God. Open my eyes to read it. This is what Jesus said. If you abide in me, my words abide in you. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you.
God really can't do it because they leave the problem with what they need to do to come to the I will tell you, as I've been uh, just meditating on this passage, and I have probably read 250 times at least, and just uh, every morning I wake up praying about it, and every evening I'm talking to the Lord about it before I go to bed, and just thinking and thinking. The biggest word that he's jumping out to me in this passage is the first word of this chapter. Some would say, well, he was a great teacher, and he was, but that's not all that he was. 
Jesus is far more than just a good man or just a great teacher. Jesus Christ is God in human flesh. Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. Jesus came and he lived and he died and he rose again so that all who call upon his name will be saved. We serve a risen Savior and his name is Jesus. I 
is that we call them the space for abiding in Christ. Is that we feel closer to Christ than someone else. So I define how much I'm abiding how much closer I am today than somebody else. So as long as I can find somebody like Mike. I can close to Mike because Mike makes me feel good. <laughs> I can't even play golf, right? That's why he's a part of me. I thought I was going to make that small. I just did. But I can't walk around and say, you know, what's great right here? Because I'm better. 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 Really good at 
Maybe he redirected some things. My family and I were watching the episode of the Savior came out last week or something. It illustrates the story of Jesus healing the woman with the issue of blood. And also the story of Jesus saying, Don't die like that. Come quickly, heal him before he dies. That was basically the, the request. And what did Jesus do? He waited. By the time he got to the new sister, he said, What if you had died? He would have died. This big point, you ought to take this home and you ought to meditate on it. If we, the true disciples, expect their prayers to be answered. And the second point, Simon Bacon, true disciples are expected to speak to the Lord. is my father Lord. Thank you. 
can make a claim to your family to the people that abide with God. So that the product of our life, so that the outflow of our lives would not detract from the name of Christ, but would how do you know somebody's a disciple? How do you know an apple tree is an apple tree? I'm just an apple tree. I'm not an apple tree. I know it's an apple tree, but I'm an apple tree. Do men gather grapes or thorns or figs or fishes? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is sin. Really, it's not all that different from the first. It's just that it's just perspective on the first question. 
He's got some boys and girls in here that aren't even in junior high yet. God wants to use you right now. Well, someday when I grow up, then I'll get to it. When I get to college, and when I get into my job, and when I go up to trade school, I get this, then I'm really going to start to lose. No, God wants to do things right now. He has the big piece to do things in you and through you, and He does have the big piece to do things right now. He just doesn't have the big piece to do things Everything. I can't figure it all out myself, but I am willing to trust 
you this morning as you say, I need to surrender some other area of my life. Some, I've been holding on to some relationship, some past hurt, some bitterness, some anger, some struggle, whatever it is. You need to come to the table. Maybe you're facing a problem. So I just can't figure this out. I don't know what to do. Come to the table. More importantly, your words and your spirit to work in our hearts today. Help us truly to surrender all to you, follow you as you can. Whether we be honest in our assessment of our own lives and where our own fruitfulness or lack thereof is, and maybe our desire to draw closer to you. Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Come to Him today. Jesus, come back to 